So what are your feelings right now? Dude, <laughs> this is weird. So, yeah. I mean, I've obviously, if you've been paying attention to our podcast, you've listened to it all, you realize I'm from the lower 48, specifically areas where we don't get this interesting phenomenon we call ice fishing. And it is weird, but cool all at the same time. And just, cathartic. I just had one hit. Did you? Yep. Oh, so we are... So, growing up where I did... Which was, is, just for for the, the, the dude who just picked up and yeah, said, right. you know what, I'm sorry. Yeah, right, what are you talking person. about? Person. Right. Because... Mostly going to be dudes. <laughs> Let's face it. Let's face it. If you listen to us, you're... Pr- you're probably a dude interested in hunting and fishing. Or yeah. at least listen to some dude do about you do something crazy about it. Anyways, so I grew up in the greater Portland area for the most part. I spent some time in Wyoming, mostly during the summers for the Wyoming piece, uh, working for my uncle. Having said that, uh, I spent, I mean, I graduated from high school in rural Western Oregon. And so I say Portland just because it's the nearest major city. Yeah. And it would get cold, but it would be 34 and sideways rain. That's just. It was miserable in a lot of ways. Sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so it, it was a different kind of cold than it is up here in Alaska. Yep. I mean, today, this morning, according to the Apple Watch, which my lovely bride gave to me mm-hmm. for a anniversary gift that was this week, it says it's six degrees here in the Matanuska Valley where we're at. So right off I, the highway. <laughs> I just need to. I need. I need to stop for a second there. Your beautiful, wonderful bride bought you the Apple Watch. Yes. For your anniversary. Yeah. Twenty-two years. I mean. Yeah. You know. I mean. Yeah. She put up with you for that long. And she still gave you a watch, first of all. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Second of all, you still managed to weasel in a set of 10 by 42 loopholes. Oh, yeah, that was, that was sweet. <laughs> yeah, so, I was, so we were at the local Costco. And, the, again, Costco's are different. So if you're sitting there going, well, what do you mean your Costco had loopholes? Well, we're in Alaska. We're in Alaska, and they are different. So, like, for example, even within Portland, if you go to the Vancouver locations, mm-hmm. they will... Uh, sell like buoys for boats, but they will not on the other side of the river. There's just something about it. It's just That's what weird. sells. They're like, you know, 20, 30 minutes apart. Yeah. Well, up here, you get a lot of hunting and fishing gear at your local Costco. Mm-hmm. So I will buy it there just because I can usually get some kind of a discount. Yeah. And uh, so we're, fi- we're we're just literally shopping one day. My wife goes, I really want to get you a Apple Watch. I think it'd be good for you. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I said, okay, well, I want, she was talking about like a Fitbit. And I said, well, I just want something that just works with my with my iPhone that I always use. I'm an iPhone guy, and everything I have is Mac, so it just kind of works. Yeah. Yep. And so she's like, well, do you need the latest and greatest? And I always buy like one generation old. That's kind of Because, my, I mean, I let it get the bugs out. Yeah. Well, there's that, and then there's also just the fact that, quite frankly, they're usually cheaper. Yeah. And they have 95% of what I need anyways. Yeah. So. Right. I was sitting there, and we were in the in in the store, and they didn't have any at Costco. They were sold out. So she was trying to find some frantically while I'm doing the shopping. Okay. And I went, oh, like the random display of 10 by 42s sitting there. And I was like going, and they're the Yellowstone ones. And I'm like, you got a little chest holster <laughs> and a little <laughs> cleaner with them. So it's like a, the Costco good deal. You know it's going to be The package of something amazing. Yeah. It, you know it's, you know it's going to be a decent deal. And I was like, so, honey. And she goes, well, what do you mean? I said, well, if we get the watch cheap enough, can we get this too? And she's like, well, uh, and I go, hey, the kids are getting old enough. I mean, my other Leopolds are nice. They're six by something. Yeah. And I said, so, you know, I've been talking about this for a while. She goes, yeah. And I said, so, what's our problem? (laughs) (laughs) And I must have caught her at a moment of weakness while she was sitting there. And she says, sure, why not? Like one of those kind of like, 
are you serious? And I took it as a yes. That's fantastic. <laughs> it went into the cart, and the rest is history. They're now sitting underneath the tree. So let's talk a little bit about ice fishing, because that's what so, we're actually doing. Let's, yeah, so, so we're... Anyways, we're out here. It is six degrees outside the watch. Watch, watch says six. So. Six degrees. That sounds about right. I mean, and it's dry. So one thing that I've noticed from Alaska, because I spent uh, quite a few years in Michigan, my beautiful, wonderful brides from Michigan, spent quite a few years down there. If you got to six degrees down there, you have all that humidity that comes off the Great Lakes. That all that just, lake effect. Yeah. It just, oh, man, it is it's bitter cold, colder than it is here. So it's not tolerable. I can walk around out there doing work, like getting everything set up in a hoodie and a hat. Like, it could be done. In I'm Michigan gonna, or here? Here, right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now. I'm not going to freeze. So, I mean, it's not bad. So we are in the the Matanuska Susitna Valley. Uh, we're here on... Uh, one of the local lakes, uh, and it just got stocked. The fishing game department just came in uh, middle of December and stocked this lake. So, supposedly like a hundred fish out here. Yeah, hundred rainbows. We did see one get pulled as we came on. Oh yeah, they're they're in the lake. They're in here. I've already had. We've only been at this for what, ten minutes? Maybe. Maybe I've already well, had a couple interested little. Yeah, I haven't things. had anything yet. So but. we uh, we walked out on the lake. We had our little uh, our gear little sled and pulled this out with all our stuff on it we set up our ice fishing tent which is i don't know this thing's what five by eight ish Ish, approximately cut our cut our holes in the ice and uh put our little mr heater buddy heater yeah we got about six inches right now six inches of ice i think you about pooped yourself when i started drilling a hole in a giant crack shot across underneath your feet again just not used to this i don't go out on lakes i mean i understand it's safe and obviously i'm sitting right next to the hole in the ice i look up and your face is like oh is that okay <laughs> well this huge crack developed and i just don't know so it's like hmm you know things yeah like, but no water came up so nope. that was a good that's always a good sign yeah well you th- so if you think about it you have six inches of ice ice right. floats right oh it does obviously or that's we'd essentially, be swimming. Oh, we'd be swimming. <laughs> essentially, and the the water pressure that's there is going to keep that ice up. True. Oh, we got a, uh, oh, it sounds like a medevac bird going over. You and just knowing the birds by the sound is amazing to me. Yeah. Of course, you know, you did, like, sleep next to them for, like, I, years. I lived there, and I had Robinson 44s next to us and the, the Bell 407s coming into our base. Anyway. So, yeah, so we got our chairs set up, our camp chairs. We got the Mr. Heater, Buddy Heater going on it's in here. It's the big one. I'm, yeah. I'm actually curious to see how it works. Do you want full disclosure on the on the big Buddy Heater here? What? So sure. last year, remember, we were at the Christmas event, or not the Christmas, the New Year's Eve mm-hmm. event where yep. it had the 5.0 rocking. Yeah. And I was sitting out in the middle of the field yeah. trying to keep people out of this like baseball area so the fireworks could go off. Yeah. And this heater did not want to stay running. Huh. So you decided to bring it out to a lake at 6 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> it passed it passed the one minute test last night. It, it will always start. It just it will kick off automatically on you and so you have to restart it. Like it was just like a restart yeah. issue. It's gotcha. just like it just would not stay going. Just not bad in here. You'll get to the point in here. Actually if you reach up and can get that window closed. Do we really want it closed? It'll, we'll get this place pumped up with some good heat and then we'll open them as we need it. Trust me. Alright. We'll get this thing cranked up to like fifty degrees. It's it's impressive. I would have done it, but I would have literally climbed over everything in here. And no, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I'm just looking down the hole, standing up. It's just amazing to look at the bottom of the lake. So that's one thing above this. This is just so cool. So when we're picking where we're going, I look at the, the couple of things that I found really important when you're thinking about ice fishing. So the the types of fish you're going to pull out of here are uh, potentially burbot, 
Um, I've yet to pull a burbot out of a local lake. I feel like they're a little more, a little bit more northern, northern a deeper. A, yeah. Um, not too much farther northern. You don't have to go much Crazy, more up to but like Lake Louise, which is not that much farther north. It's, but that's twenty thirty minutes yeah. up the road. Anyway, so rainbow trout and uh, landlock uh, coho and silver. So interestingly enough, so you call them landlock coho. Yeah. Is that what you've always heard them referred to as? Landlocks, landlock silvers, or landlock coho? Yeah. Interesting, because if you go to the lower forty-eight where I come from, we have landlock coho, uh-huh. right? But we call them kokanees. Huh. And so it's kokanee fish. Interesting. So if you look up like the big like Swift Reservoir coming off of Mount yeah. St. Helens, yep. there's like three of them in a row. Swift and I want to say Taylor, but that's the name of the the gal, and it's not Taylor. It's Swift, Yale. Anyways, ah, yeah, my, my memory's failing me, obviously. Yeah, no worries. But you go out on a boat and you get like sixteen a day and just troll for them. So guys will go out there and just troll and troll and troll and troll. Interesting. Now, are those naturally landlocked? Uh, I believe at one point in time they were. I think now they stock them. Okay, so it's a because there's program. big there's big dams okay in there now that uh, control that. And it was part of the you know back in the 30s. I so think. it's not like that population continues to grow and grow and grow. It's they're well, they're they're there's enough guys fishing it. They have to kind of okay. Yeah, it's it's one of those yeah like like anywhere in in, in life anymore to yep. find a true 100 percent native run of anything. Well, it's harder, harder. And that's what I was wondering. Like, when you got talking about a big area like that, is that something that has thrived over the years and just kind of picked up? and Or is that something that is, you know, government stocked? So, anyway, below us, we have... Uh, oh, by the way, by it's the way. finally late, light out. I want to mention that we are this we are ice fishing finally on the solstice. On the, it's so weird. Not because it's the solstice, because it's taken us that long. I know. Normal in a normal year in November, you're out. Yeah, sitting in your hut doing this, just loving life. But anyways, we're finally out, and it's at what like five hours of daylight, five and a half hours. Five and of daylight a half today? here in the greater acreage area. Ooh, that guy came come, came in hot. You know, he sure tried. So we need to keep keep on this. <laughs> we keep talking about stuff and saying we're seeing what we're seeing, but. We need to describe this situation here. Okay, so I'll describe it from my point of view because I think I... Absolutely. Because I've I ne- never done this before, so this is all new to me. So we loaded up the back of the Suburban and threw all our gear in there, drove up here to the valley, and literally threw all of our stuff in a little sled like you'd see behind like a snow machine. That's what it's designed for. Yeah, I'm yep. sure. And we literally just kind of walked out on the ice and started putting things together. So we started... How, how was that first couple steps for you? I have been to this particular lake before. Like, I've looked out at this just, like, during the summer. Just kind of sat there and just kind of looked. Yep. So I knew right there instantaneously, like, the first 10 feet were super shallow. So that didn't bug me at all. Okay. But after about 15, 20 feet out, like, once you kind of get that sensation of, now we're really out over the ice, it's kind of (laughs) like, this is just weird. Like, why am I, why am I doing this? Was there a pucker factor? No, just, it was just weird. Okay. It's kind of like, how do I describe it? Just, it's. It's not like it was... I mean, I felt totally safe. I still feel safe. Yeah. So there's no pucker factor, per se. It's just weird. Like, it's like... Uh, not supposed to do this? Yeah, not supposed to do this. Not supposed to be out taboo here. feeling? Uh, slightly. Like, your parents always say, don't go on the ice, don't go on the ice. But it would Fall get maybe a quarter-inch thick back home. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yep. And so having said that, it was a little different situation. But so we, we got our... We slid it all the way... This is probably about a 40, 45-acre lake. Yeah. And we slid it two-thirds, three-quarters of the way across. And we used our favorite mapping software. Well, one of our favorite mapping softwares. 
You see that guy right there? Oh my god, it's literally right underneath us. <laughs> <laughs> you can see this fish cruising along through the ice. He's going to cross right in front of your hole. There he is. He's <laughs> a little one, probably about eight inches. Yeah. Little rainbow. <laughs> uh, it's amazing. Just the stuff you see. Yeah. So yeah, cool. we get. Hey, anyway, so we slide it all the way out here, and yeah. first thing we do is we just kind of unload our gear in the sense of like, okay, we need to put the tent up, and we start kind of working on that. You drilled the hole first, mm -hmm. and watching that, and watching that cra this crack that we're actually sitting on <laughs> form was. Oh, there's one. Oh, 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 oh. Dang it! Did he uh, not go for it? Oh, he's going for it right now. <laughs> not deep enough. No, hold on. He's interested. No. Strike. A good, solid strike. Yep. Mm. Might have to adjust our bait. Well, he hit it hard like three times. Yeah, I had one do that too, but they're grabbing the outside edge. Mm -hmm. They're not really getting to where the hook is. Right. Anyway. Anyways, I got a little excited there, trying to set the hook, yep. you know, be a fisherman and all. Yep. Anyway, so you drilled that first hole, and I was like, oh, you know, just never done that before. <laughs> New experience, and then you let me drill the second hole, which was cool. And I was glad that we got that. I mean, this isn't thick ice. It's, what, six, eight inches? Yeah. And to have a hand auger would not be that bad. No. But I'm glad we got the power auger going. Right. The power auger sure is nice. Yep. And then we, you know, started throwing stuff in here, and we're getting ready to sit back and relax and kind of watch our hole. And it's different here in Alaska than what I envisioned. Like, so when people what say, so when people say, you know, you're going to go ice fishing, I think of, like, the Michigan-style ones where those... Oh, I have a better description, like grumpy old men where yeah, they have all this. a giant this, uh, house, yeah. essentially. And you slide your house out with a truck. Yeah. That's Sorry. not so much done. Brandon's over here just Messing gear. with some gear here. Yeah. It's not so much done up here because of these ice huts, and they're you know, well, the Eskimo ones you can buy. It. Fishing game also have restrictions <laughs> on that. Uh -oh. Municipality of Anchorage has restrictions on what you can put out there, all that kind of stuff. So there are things that you can and can't do. I'm sure. So That strikes me as so government. Yep. And, well, that's the way it rolls. But anyways, we're out here ice fishing finally, doing something in the outdoors that God gave us to yep. enjoy, and it's... It's about dang time, It's man. about dang time, because you know what? Pretty quick, it's going to be Christmas to solstice. It's 21st yep. of December, and we get five and a half hours of daylight. Yes, sir. Not a ton, but just <laughs> enough to make you go, oh. Interestingly enough, I was reading up on this uh, because it was just kind of fascinating to me this morning, and it was on Facebook. Well, yeah. And it was from the, uh, not Noah, I mean, it was Noah. It's one of those government websites. Yeah. So Kotzebue gets an hour and 40 minutes. So Kotz is a hour and 40 minutes of sunlight today. Yes. In the middle of summer, Yep. you get over 24 hours. Like, I should say over 24 hours, but they get the full 24 hours yeah. of sunlight. You don't... The sun never fully goes away. Right. It is light. But interestingly enough, and I, I, I know we've talked about whether or not we... I mean, we're both Christian, and so we've talked about the whole... How much Christianity do we bring into this? Because that's not yeah. really the focus of this podcast. True. But I have to say it, and that Absolutely. is, it's interesting that there's more light than there is dark, even mm. in nature. That's a great, great thought. I bet you Brian could do a whole series on that. Oh, just wait till you get to Christmas. Oh, I'm sure. He, <laughs> he, does, he knocks it out of the park every we, time. But we'll be talking about almost that exact thing. If So, anyways, yeah. That just, it just struck me this morning, like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, back to fishing. <laughs> enough philosophy for the moment, because I'm not a big philosopher. Well, at least not enough to be... I'm enough to be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, truth. <laughs> so, we got our holes cut. Yeah. And uh, 
Got our oh, tents wow. positioned right. And there's a little bit of, I don't want to say, just, you know, planning that goes into that. Making sure your tent's in the right position. Well, but the holes even, are in the right position for the tents. And all those kind of things. Well, the nice thing is we it. could slide the tent around on the oh, side. Oh, true. But, no if you have, but if you have a hole over, like, eight, seven and a half feet apart, right. you literally have a hole right on the very outside edges of the tent. And, it's, and then two dudes with backs to each other. This is weird. So make sure you got a good position on your tent. But, yeah, I like how we decided where we're going to put our hole. And that was... So that was... Google Earth. Yeah. Which is... Well, actually, a, Onyx was the first one. That well, I but either way, my point is it's a mapping software from, yeah. like, you know, satellite imagery, and you can yep. see those outlines. And so we've kind of set up, like, a little bit off the bank. This drops so, off behind us, literally to our backs. So that's towards the deeper side. Our, our backs were facing shore. Yes. Like, like, if you took the tent away, we'd be facing shore right Correct. now. Correct. But, so that brings up another kind of... That's a little segue into another thing I was going to talk about is, you know, when we're knowing what's underneath us, knowing what you're doing, and how do you go about ice fishing where you're going to be a little more effective. So, I mean, anyone can go out on a lake, drill a hole through it, and throw a line down. But that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get anything. Just like if you go to any other river or anything, you can throw... Yeah, you throw crap in the water. Uh, yeah, but you're just muddying the water almost sometimes if you're not really, if you, if you don't put a little something into it, right? This little something, something. I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have too. I think we all have there if was we're a, honest. There was a day at Peter's Creek where we just, uh, yeah, donated to the river gods, the or the tackle god, steals your tackle. He stole so, from me over the years. Yep. Um, just saying. So, this is the first time I've been to this particular lake. Driven okay. by it. I've seen it. I've seen people ice fishing on it. I know yep. it's a stock pond. I know there's a lot of fish in here. Never, just never come to this particular lake. So, do we want to give up our secret honey hole right now? I mean, it's not like it's that secret, but I don't care. You can blur it out. We are literally, I mean, if I open up the tent here, I could probably see Matsu. When uh, you say Matsu, he uh, means Matsu Regional Hospital. Yeah, the, uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> He's excited. Yeah. Matsu Regional Hospital. So, we're like just south of it. I don't know the name of the lake, but you can uh, find it if you want. Yeah, I can't remember which. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I don't remember. Right next to the gravel. Yep. Can't anyway, Byers Lake, I think, or one of those. Ah, anyway, without thinking about it. So, uh, what I did is, first of all, you go to Alaska Department of Fishing Game website. That is kind of your your go-to. That's where I went. Uh, I first checked stocking, what lakes they'd stocked recently. Okay, um, seems reasonable. Yep, so what they stocked, how much they stocked in it. From there, I went to find the lake to see exactly where it is because when you're talking the Matanuska sit in a burrow you could be talking a hundred miles between one side of it to the other that they're stocking lakes in and I didn't yeah, really want to drive halfway to Talkeetna to go fishing today just uh, yeah I mean, I mean I would have but I wanted to get out and get some fishing quick so and quite frankly once you're in this little oh I'm sorry I just had about a he's uh, about 12 to 13 inch big old bow go underneath me. Sorry. Did he go after your... No, yeah. he's he was right underneath me. So interestingly oh. enough... He oh. keeps going back and forth. Nice. So interestingly enough... Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, you see him wow. now? Wow. Yeah, he's right up on top right next to us. He just hit my hole practically. Yep. Oh, I lost so, bait. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, wow. Oh, and he just ate the bait that came off of my freaking okay. hook. That's okay. You want to know why? <sighs> Watch this. Yep. Oh. 
So they actually strike from the bottom. Yep. Because they're always looking up. And I just had a... Oh, here comes one. Oh, he's interested. He's not quite hitting it yet. Sorry, this may not be... Oh, there. bummer. Did you lose your bait? Oh, he gummed it. Yep. Uh, oh, oh, tis fishing, tis fishing. You're going to hear the the frustrations of two fishermen. Oh, the, the, the fish just ticked the bait. Yep. All right, so they're down there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're down there. They're down there. Here, here's some bait. Ah, bait. Bait it up. Well, oh, let's do this. But there's some big old fish in here, dude. Big enough to fill my pan. Yeah. So, you know what I told my mom? Because I live with my parents. Or yeah. They live with me, however you want to look at it. Yep. I told her, I said, we're going to go out bow fishing. You know what she said? What? They're good eating. I don't mind those. Whoa. <laughs> AKA, better catch one, kid. Yeah. So I was going to say, before we got all distracted with our with our excitement here, is, so, fish strike from the bottom. They're, they're always looking up. And if you think about it from a predator situation. Yeah. You know, uh, eagles and things like that. Correct. So they tend to look up. So... One of the biggest mistakes I see, you're almost better off to go too shallow than too deep. Uh, depending on the fish you're fishing for. I mean, we're yes. talking we're talking for the salmonids and the rainbows, which yes. is what we're dealing with today. You're almost better off to be a little shallow than a little deep. Because if you're a little shallow, at least they can see it. Mm -hmm. You have yep. an opportunity. If it's too deep, they just don't get it. Yes. Man, that was good. Man, I wish, I wish that one would have taken it. Man, I'll tell you what. He would have been. <laughs> He'd have been in the frying pan. That we forgot to bring. <sighs> Yeah, epic fail on my part, because it yep. is in my garage. But I got sustenance in the form of chips and chips and teriyaki sausages. I left all my sustenance at home. Oh, oh, he's going after it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. There's another one down there. It's not as big, but I'll take it. There's a few of them in there. This is kind of an interesting approach. You get to watch your bait move around. Isn't <laughs> it weird? Guess what? Oh, no. There's a couple of them down there. It keeps on going after it, but spits the hook. So, so I, ch I, changed, I changed my approach. I'm going to see if this works. Um, what I did is I've gone to just a hook, no weight on it. Oh, you're easy. Try that. Nope. I'm watching. I'm literally okay. watching it. I look over and all I see is Dave's pole bouncing in the little holder. Looks fantastic. All right. So back to our conversation. Well, Pick there's a fish down here, man. I can't, can't concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll talk. You can listen. <laughs> There's a fish down there. Come on, fish. I just need one to prove to uh, everybody that I can do this thing we call ice fishing. Right? Rookie luck. Rookie luck. What I did, so went to the fishing game website, found the lake I want. And this is a lake that's close. It's stocked. All right. Paying too much attention. To Second thing hole. I did. I'm going to eat. You, you eat because you're getting frustrated with the fish not. Give me one of those. Um, so, of this stuff, by the way. find the lake I want to fish. Right. Uh, on the fishing game website, there's also a lake diagram. So all the lakes that they stock... Almost all the lakes in the Matsu area, they actually diagram as far as depth charts. Outstanding. Yeah. So, therefore, I go on to that, find the lake I want, find the depth chart. That way I can pattern the lake, knowing the topography of the bottom of the lake, where the ledges are, where the rises are, how deep certain parts of the lake are. So, for rainbows, they like to cruise the edges of those, those drops. Which is right what we're on. That which would explain why we're getting some action. Exactly. It'd be nice to be able to pull a couple of... We're allowed, what, well, five? Yeah. It would be nice to be able to pull a couple up, uh, you know, a yeah. couple for you, a couple for me. That would be, like, a perfect day. Sure. Uh, Landlock, Silvers, and Cohos, they cruise. They cruise around the lake, and they're just constantly looking looking for food. So they're cruising around all over the lake versus those, according to 
fishing game website, and I've, you, you kind of see it when I've noticed is you'll have a hot spot when it's a lot of uh, silvers, those landlocked fish. You'll have it, they'll come in, you'll get some hits, 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 and then it'll be dead for a little bit. Mm. Hits, 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 dead for a little bit. Which tells me exactly they're cruising the lake. Which I'm kind of wondering if what we were seeing here wasn't a rainbow. Because that's what I've noticed is I see him come by, and then he'll disappear for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then you'll see a couple fish come by. So I'm wondering if that's what we're... You're arguing that there might be coho? Yeah. Rather than rainbows? Yep. So, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's all good eating to me. All right. And fishing's fishing. Mm. So. It's a surprisingly warm in this little thing. Right? I told you. I mean, you're going to crank it up to, like, you know, good 40. You can even get... If you had both of those suckers going... If you want, I can crank it up. It will get up to, like, t-shirt weather in here. Wow. Yeah, like, oh, I'm I am hot. I need to roll my... You know, take your jacket off and... Right I mean, now. I'm comfortable. Oh, I'm comfortable, too. But when you're talking about bringing kids out, mm-hmm. this is... Man, I... This is such a great way to take your kids out and do something outside in the wintertime. Because they're not cold. You put some gravel down on the ice so they're not slipping and sliding all over the place. Yeah, we're, we're both wearing crampons. Or not crampons, but cleats. Ice, ice cleats. Ice cleats. And let them, you know, just stare down into a hole. And if you can find a, a good time with some good fishing, man, they're pulling little fish up right and left. They love it. Well, what I would encourage my kids to do is, to be honest with you, they're both now, they're seven and nine. And that is bring a book. You can sit here with a book. Oh, uh, my kid will stare down this hole. Right. Well, I mean, just come on, fish. Come on, fish. But when it's, you know, but I can see like if they started getting bored, like, mm-hmm. hey, read your book. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Wow. There's just something about staring down your your fishing hole, isn't it? It's really weird. It is a weird like I gotta stare down this hole. Ooh, it's like a fire. So the other thing, it's weird to get in your head when you're dealing with ice fishing is you have one column of water you're fishing. Right. You're not fishing the like you like you can when cast when you're casting. You're covering ground. Right. All right. I'm going to cast past this area, and I'm going to bring my lure through it. Mm-hmm. This, we are literally picking one column of water that we're fishing. It's a different mindset when you're thinking about it. It is. So I think that really comes down to knowing the lake, knowing its topography. Because, I mean, if we're shore casting from here, you can go over to this bank over here and just chuck out as far as you can and just drag it over the hot spots where you feel the fish are going to be. Right. And right? Yeah, right. Here, you don't have that option. No. You're trying to figure out where the fish are moving through, where the, the ledges are, where the drop-offs are, where the deep spots are, where the shallows are, and set your bait, wait for them to come by, which they've done a few times. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah. it is relaxing. It's beats a day at work. Well, it beats a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it beats a lot of things. I guess it depends on your work. True. But, man, I've I've needed this. This has been one of those just, like... You need this. to get out on this lake. It's been so busy lately, and just uh, going, going. You know? Uh, yeah, we've been we've been just going this whole season. Mm-hmm. It's you know getting close to Christmas, and I think about it, and I kind of go where it is the darkest day of the year. So we are literally at that moment, and yeah. as we start kind of crawling out of this, do you realize six months from now we may be doing the same podcast on a bear stand? Yep, I'm aware. And, and be like, or in the boat. Trying to uh, chase these things we call halibuts and rockfish, and or sitting on the side of a, a river waiting for a king to swing swim by. There's lots of options. Yep, I know it's coming quick. It is. I mean, I feel like just not that long ago we were just wrapped up moose hunting, mm-hmm. and you know we're so we have we have some discussions to have about bears and where we're gonna go and yep. 
finalizing that and what does that look like versus hunting plans for hunting plans. 2020 yeah yeah and part of it that's going to take a little time it's the worst part is about hunting and fishing is you know things are coming but yet i can't do anything about it like right now i have a moose potentially sitting out there in unit 13 just waiting for you waiting for me yep. but i have to get the right tag for said moose you're bouncing bro Because that's moving like a fish taking it. Unless, guess what? What? You lose your bait? You got a fish, bro. Because I got a fish. Yeah. Woohoo! Do we even want to keep that little thing? He's a little guy. I would leave him. Yeah. Unless he's gill hooked or something bad. Yeah, no. Cool! Super stoked! Dave caught a fish. Caught a fish. And he didn't even get a, let us get a picture of it. Well... <laughs> That's gonna be the epic story right there. Is how big that thing was. No, it was like five, five, five feet, six feet. Oh, world class mm -hmm. record. Yep. Now the only thing I did is I hand lined him up. Big mistake. Yeah, yeah. Give it a minute. Play with him. <laughs> You've got the biggest bird's nest over there. Yeah, it's fantastic. We will sort this out here. Maybe you can catch up. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. I mean, does that count as a half fish or is that a whole fish? I mean, it literally was six inches long. Yeah. Probably stalked. That was fun. But I was looking down there, I could see my bait floating. I was like, going, my bait's not moving. Hmm. What's the problem? He hit it, bait fell off, didn't it? Yep. Yep. Man, I know that pole bounce. You've got something. <laughs> you really did a number on yourself there. Wow. Yes, I did. If you've ever seen like the, the classic picture of some guy who doesn't know what he's doing and he has the giant spool of line in his lap... That's, that's me right that's now. Pretty more, pretty much where Dave's at right now. Well, because I hand lined it up, I should have grabbed the pole because it's like, oh, it's a small one, you know. What I mean, like, ooh, I'll just, you know. Yep. But no, no, grab the pole. Yeah. You're gonna cut it and. Yeah, my stress level, it's too perfect of a day now mm -hmm. to let something like this little bit of line. Yep. Ruin my day. Yep. Agreed. It's cheap. It's. I love those pliers. You notice what they are. They look like they're floating pliers. They're floating pliers. Okay, we'll stuff that in my pocket because I don't want to pollute the pollute the, the, the environment. The environments. I hear you. But yeah, it's. I mean, here we are. We're ice fishing, and we're already got to <laughs> start thinking about things like, you know, moose season. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because that comes up quick. Well, you know, tags come out when. Third week of February, so we can yeah. look that up. Middle of February, can, we get start making our plans. Really solidly make mm -hmm. our plans, but it doesn't affect my early season stuff. Mm -mm. That only affects my late season stuff. Like, do we go on a circle hunt or not? So we've talked about that off and on. Do we, you know, do we do that circle hunt piece or do we do something closer? Now, if we draw the any bull tag out of unit thirteen, which is ten tags for three thousand people, I yeah. mean, my odds are really good. Yeah, right. You're also odds are really good at winning the lottery. You have to have the lotto up here first. Like I said, give a little. Little depth, playing with my depths here. See if I can get a little deeper. I'm leaving that one alone. <laughs> As different fish swim different depths. They do. So, trying to get an idea of what we got, where we got. I just haven't seen anything swim by in a, in a well, while. Well, I didn't, and then all of a sudden I had a fish on. So you yeah. Know. Oh, I hear you. But on the same token, if they're smaller fish, it tells me the big ones have kind of moved away a little bit for a while. So give it some time. You uh, fishing with clams or you fishing with a shrimp? You're shrimp right now. Would you like a clam? I'll try that just because Let's it's a, a different shot. It's a different scent and it's uh you know sometimes it's about trying different things. 
And these are cooked clams from one of my favorite locations in the whole wide world. You'd say what you want, but Walmart has most everything I need. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a new one. I've never fished with clams out here. I've always done uh, roe or shrimp or you know herring stuff like that. And uh, yeah, we're gonna give clam a shot because I've heard uh, somebody was saying. I don't know how well this is gonna stay on. It's kind of a little mushier than the shrimp gadget. It's the only downside to it. Well, give it a shot. Man, I just love staring down here, <laughs> just watching everything as it goes. That's Metaback Bird. Hear that? Oh, yeah. Probably not coming across on our microphones. No. But it does sound like a Metaback Bird to me. No, that is a Bell 407 right there. I know that sound. Back of my hand. You, you stretch your you lines, there? brother. Yeah. You stretch your lines, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this ice fishing line, I don't like it. I'm actually going to try and change the way I do my lines this this is uh it's when this line gets cold it's mono yeah that's your problem yep I need to change that up something about ice fishing but it's pretty basic simple system I mean really there's a lot of gear that goes into it that we have here that uh, that you brought along just because it makes it more comfortable you don't yes. really need a gas powered auger you could use a hand one yep uh, six inches it wouldn't matter I don't think much it's just kind of so one of those the good, things. sharp auger, you can cut through a couple feet of ice, no problem. Uh, you might be able to hear that bird coming. He's coming right over the top of us. He's just south of us. Well, he's kind of circling be... around. Yeah, because he's going to go to the hospital right around the corner. Yep. Right. Yep. To the south now. Uh, he was to the west, uh, east of us, actually, originally, when I said south. Yeah, you don't need a lot of gear for this. This is something that you don't have to... <coughs> yeah, we've got the setup. we got the tents. we got a cooler with all our stuff... That's in handy. It. Yeah, I mean we we've done it enough with and we've got it set up where we can take four kids out here. Yeah. And have everything we need very easily to bring them in, keep them warm, keep them comfortable, and just enjoy ourselves. But in reality, you need a bucket to sit on, maybe keep oh, your fish in. Okay, camp chair. Let's. Everybody's got a camp chair. Do I get? Need a camp chair? Is what I'm trying to get at. Because okay. they actually have these nice little half dome things you can put on the chairs to sit on. What's cheaper? On the bucket. Oh, they're only 15 bucks, so I mean, it's, it's These really... These chairs aren't that much. No, but they're about the, about a wash. Yeah. About, about the same. Right. But, with that, you put your water in there, because you get out here, you throw a little bit of water in there after you cut your hole. You put your, uh, your, your seat on there, you have a place to store your fish, and you can put a little bucket clip pole holder right on there. Okay, so you could literally do this with a bucket, is what you're trying to say. Yeah. Bucket and an auger. That's, that's really what I'm getting at. You yeah. don't need a lot of gear. This is and not it could something... All fit. Yeah, you're going to probably spend more in your cold weather gear right, than, than you, you would on your fishing gear. Yeah. So, question. Yeah. Because I have to buy my own pole now. That's yep. just the way it works. Well, obviously. I mean, and Heather was, we were actually out, one of our things, because we got married in December, and we're usually trying to shop for something now anymore for the kids, like, last minute. We uh, were out at Cabela's, or no, we were at Bass Pro. Yeah. And... <laughs> She goes, "What is that dinky little pole? For? Oh, that's an ice fishing pole." And she goes, "Well, what do you I mean? What do you mean by that?" I said, "Well, the problem is, is that it's literally, you know, you're inside a little hut." You know, she explained to her. And she goes, "Oh, okay, makes sense." Yeah. So, we need to uh, one of these times we're gonna have to run a little bet. You hearing that eagle out there? I didn't hear it at all. Oh yeah, you can hear him calling around, checking oh. out all the ice fishers, fishermen. He knows people are pulling fish up. <laughs> so he's there around checking it out. Anyway, continue. Making a little bet. We need to make a little side bet. Because I, you know, spent five and a half years of my life in Vegas. Yeah. And so for me, 
you know, friendly bets are kind of ubiquitous with me anymore. Okay. So. little gentleman bet? A little gentleman bet. Loser, next time we go out, has to do a Barbie pull. Boom. Oh, Brandon looks like he's got one. He thinks he's got one. Oh, yeah, he does. Oh. Oh. No, no, it's still flipping. No, he's gone. I watched him go. Ah. I got him right to the edge. <laughs> so, if, believe it or not, Dave, I almost gave you a Barbie pull today. <laughs> I was very close to doing it. Ella's pole is in there, and it is a Barbie. And as you spin the bale or the 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 reel, the reel, it, it lights, lights up. up. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Like yep. I'd burn twenty dollars. Oh, 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 another little one. Yeah, they're they're doing interested their thing in again. I really like this pole, the pole I have. So the pole I have almost has a a, like a, fly, f- fishing a fly fishing reel. Yeah. Um, this is a really easy setup. I don't like the line on it. That's the only thing I don't like. I'm going to change that up at some point. Got a couple of bumps but down here. But very small little hand handhold. You don't need a big pole. It's just super simple. Yeah. So I really like it. Now, it's not. I think it was like thirty-five bucks or something like that at, at Walmart. And for the longest time, I just kind of nope, nope, not going to spend that much on it. Well, came around the corner one day there at the Wally World and found it on the sale rack for fifteen bucks. <laughs> There you go. That's the other thing. I mean, I think that we, as hunter-fisher types, we tend to get a little snobbish about. The fish don't care. Yeah. They really don't. True. I mean, I can see spending a lot of money on your lure just because that is what actually attracts them. But after that... I've got a really cheap little hook on there and bait. Right. But but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, there was something interested in mine, but it's now gone. Give it a minute. But yeah, we need to do some kind of a friendly bet for the loser kind of thing. It'll probably be me, but anyways. For today? Well, next time we go out, because okay. today doesn't really count, just because I've, a, a, I've already caught one, and B, <laughs> uh, I'm still trying to figure it out, so I, you know. Yeah, getting you, a handle on it. Like, how hard do you set the hooks and things like that. And Yep. But we need to do something like that. Yeah. Or, like, first guy to limit, the other guy has to, you know what I mean? So, Which I still think there is something to be said for when you're talking about a fishing day, because I've come out and could have had a limit in about five minutes. Me and my brother were over on Matanuska Lake, and we couldn't get our bait down below 25 feet oh. without it being hit. And, gotcha. like, legit. And we were trying to get some bigger fish. We were going after seeing if there was some burbot in the bottom. Oh, gotcha. So we were trying to get this bait all the way down. So we were, like, trying to drop this thing down as fast as we can. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not working. We're like, ah... You never thought I'd be frustrated by fish trying to you know, taking my bait. It was just, you can't be kidding me. Now, when you're talking about good fishing days versus bad fishing days, I still, there is something to be said for the lunar cycle, the lunar poles, what's oh, going on. And we're kind of in one of those middle days where it's okay, an okay day. So, yeah, I think the, you also have that when you're talking about what you're betting. Because let's face it. But also, don't, don't believe everything those apps tell you, too. I'm not necessarily going off the app. Right, but I mean, I was just saying, like, but you know what I'm saying? Like, so sometimes those apps, remember we had that one where the app said there should be a high tide at, like, 6 o'clock in the evening. We get out there, and it's like, tide's already going out. Whose app was right? Oh, yours, yours was. I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> I'm using it as a general example. But. No, absolutely. But when you're going off of going back to, because the lunar cycle is not going to be a, it is what it is. It's not an app. So when you have True. the highs and lows pole gravitational poles of full moon and no moon 
fish have feeding cycles where they're feeding heavy on certain times when they're not on others. And I mean, you're talking about, uh, you know, we talked about how God, even in that darkest of times, he still creates more light than dark. You know, looking at that rest productivity cycle of, okay, being fruitful and moving and then doing that resting time where you're sitting and abiding and, and re- rejuvenating your soul. Well, you know, it's funny. You, you, look at, you look at almost everything in nature. It has these cycles of, okay, everyone can say, okay, you know, moose are up and moving mm-hmm. in the after, at, at night. Well, well not in the late afternoons. Right. Early mornings, late afternoons, and they there's rest a, during the day. There's a rhythm, right. Yeah. Well, you know, interestingly enough, you take that to even like professional football players. Yep. And they always take a day off right after a football game. Yeah. And I don't think they work out even. Like, they just literally veg. Which, after I got hit by a truck 25 times in a day, right? I might do the same thing. I'm just saying. Yeah. I might only take once, but anyways. True. I don't <laughs> know if I get up after some of those boys. Yeah, but you, but you get my point. Ooh. I mean, but they're younger. Their bodies are healthier. They're Obviously, they're, there's football shape, and they're used to getting hit and smacked, and yeah. I'm not. But my point is, is that there is a rhythm, and there's a... Even within secular sports there is a rhythm there is a mm. time to do things a time not to do things and yeah how you do things and so it's it's interesting to me uh but agreed you know there is going to be better times there's going to be worse times in general yep but hey what do you do yeah come and fish yeah let's face it because you get to come sit on a lake stare down a, a little hole the bot i don't know we're probably at 20 feet deep right now so we're sitting over maybe 20 foot of water and 15 anyways yeah 15 20 feet and man you see see the bottom clear as day i mean i can almost tell what materials down there like i see you know, there's some gravel there's some sea uh, lake weed like it's it's pretty uh it's, it's weird pretty clear <laughs> it's weird it's clearer than it is if you're sitting on a boat looking down yes i don't know why i think part of it is cuz it's not disturbed like there's no wind disturbance there's no could be there's no other boat disturbance so things that fall on the edge of the shore don't get in there, you know, to move things around very much. I also wonder if the and the ice deflects, you don't have the 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 light deflecting off the surface. Yeah. I mean, we are in a hut, so yeah. yeah. So with that ice, you can be able to see around this a little better and you don't have that kind of like, you know, if you're sitting, you ever do the milk carton thing when you're a kid? Oh yeah, yeah Take a milk yeah. carton, cut the top and bottom off, put right. some saran wrap and put it in, you can see everything in the bottom. Right. It's essentially what we've done. Yeah. Yep. Good man. times, man. Yep. So after, uh, well, uh, hold on. Well, and, uh, the other thing is, and I know this sounds really bad when we talk about you know enjoying the outdoors. I have to check something right now. What are you on checking? My phone. What are you checking? Football. Yeah. I have to look to, to see s- how your bronies are doing. Uh, no, I have to check and see how the. Well, no, my bronies are play. Oh. My my bronies play your wife's kittens tomorrow. Oh, the bronies and the kittens. And that happens at 12.05 Alaska time. So that means that by the time we get over there, it'll be good, and we can put that on the big screen. Yeah? No, right now they're uh, in the fourth quarter, and I'm literally on the lake. This is the – I love this. <laughs> so I'm on the lake, and I'm literally watching some plays on the NFL. I don't want to, like, give away stuff because you know how the NFL is, but literally we're watching NFL on the NFL app on my Verizon phone. Yep. Because the nice thing about Verizon is you get it for free. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a game changer when you told me that. Like, yeah. Oh. oh. Really? <laughs> now, granted, you can't choose the games, but hey, if you just want to watch, 
I just want a little football. Yep. Yeah. Hey, first down. Hey, it's Tampa Bay and the Texans. Mm, and it's a good game. Five minutes left, like three point game. So the the week of so next weekend is it's just Saturday. So I'm saying because of the uh, what do you call it? There's no college football because normally they give college football on Saturdays. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, the college, the college football, football is done. Yeah. The other thing is is that it, this week because of the holidays. Yeah. They're they're, they're changing doing, stuff up. They're changing things yep. up because we didn't have any Thursday night football because of the holidays. Yep. Yep. That. Leave it to it's, NFL to capitalize on something. But anyways, right. we digress, and you know what? We can get NFL out ice fishing. Mm. Right. I mean, and we're warm-ish. Eh, I'm warm enough. Warm I enough. Can't, I can't complain. Yep. And But I can complain about my bait not catching a fish. I'm not sure about them clams, dude. Well, here's the thing. If you start getting them around you, like, they were interested in it, but mm-hmm. they weren't, like, interested, interested. Yeah. Did they hit it? Uh, I think they bumped it, to be honest with you. But hey, right they now they didn't grab it and no. Yeah, it was more of a bump. But hey, I mean, if they start kind of bumping yours and they don't bump mine, because I mean we're a few feet apart. Yep, that'll be when it's telling. Mm-hmm. Because right now there's just no fish coming and bumping us. I want to pull down a. I'm gonna check out everybody else. See what everyone's doing. Yeah, just because we can. A little Velcro action. Little uh, windows. It is so cool. <laughs> Now they have like four or five other groups out here. Yeah. Nice thing is, is you might hear them fire up their little auger, but that's about mm-hmm. it. Yep. Now, interestingly enough, I see the ones with little pop-up flags. So you can have, pending on the lake, you can have at least two per person, two lines in. Interesting. I wonder if this is one of them. Yeah. So we could, if we wanted to, we could go cut a couple more holes and throw some pop-ups. I have a pop-up in there. Huh. If you wanted to. Huh. <laughs> I'm all so, so unlike Brandon, I'm all about opportunity and bringing something home to prove that it was worth my time and my while to be out here. Yeah, that's one of those things we differ on. Like I just enjoy sitting out here. Well, but understand and, too, part of it is what my dad trained me with, mm-hmm. and Heather grew up so poor mm-hmm. that it was always uh we're trying to put a little something on the table. Like yes, it's fun. Yes, it's entertainment. But if I'm going to go blow forty bucks today, we didn't blow that much money. I mean, I had to buy ice cleats anyways. I mean, we've blown $20 between food and yeah. bait. Yeah. And so having said that, the rest of it is not a big deal. So we're burning a little propane. Like I said, we're burning 20 bucks in gas and food and whatever. But I'd eaten the food anyways. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of fun just to be out here. And it's super cheap right now because you already, already set up. But yeah. I was always trying to set things up. So like when I had to buy a rifle, it's like, okay, well, but I bought this rifle. And now I have to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So a little I better f- make sure it's worth it. Exactly. So, like, whereas that, I look at this and say, we are getting a time to come out here by ourselves. Yeah, we're we're not dealing with you know entertaining the kids or doing the honeydews or any of those things. Right. And we are getting to just kind of sit and enjoy ourselves and revive and yeah, watch a little football on the app. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta speaking of do things in the honeydew list. Yeah. Gotta text my wife. Let her know you didn't fall through. Yeah. How worried was she about that? Uh, no, not worried at all. <laughs> but it does, you know, is she, was she worried? No, because she knows it's cold enough. Mm-hmm. And she also knows that I don't, I'm very cautious with things like this. Yeah. They're new to me and all that kind of good stuff. You know, it's really weird about this. It's been a while since I fished on this shallow of ice. Normally there's at least a foot. Right. The, the crazy thing is seeing the fish swim through the ice. Yeah, that is just so weird to me. Mm-hmm. I love that. 
and you just see the flashing as they're thrashing around on your hook. You see that glint in that silver belly. Right. Underneath the ice. Not through the hole, like through the ice. Right, yeah. Yep, good stuff. Huh, interesting. What? I'm looking at the actual regulations on my phone. Oh, yeah? What was it saying? Just various little things. So I believe it's two lines in on most lakes. Unless you're in a lake that is a pike lake. And then you can have five. Bait and multiple hooks are allowed unless prohibited in the special regulations that follow. I don't think we're on a special regulation mm-hmm. lake. Nope. Now we need to go back to the general. This is the one thing that's just like the lower say, 48. Did it say multiple hooks or multiple... What did that say? Multiple mu- multiple hooks and bait. Okay. But interestingly enough, it does not say... Say what? Ice fishing gear. This is under methods and means. Okay. This is also right below the use of underwater spear, salt water. Mm. <laughs> That's mm. something we gotta just try just to say we did it. Oh man. Pike spear fishing. Yes, please. Well, and quite frankly, the other thing when it comes to like, you know, when I talk about looks like it's cloudier down there now all of a sudden. You've been looking at your phone. No. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, the the interesting thing to me is is it, the other thing is like with the dip netting up here. Yeah. I can know I can always get fish. Yeah. So Heather's not as concerned as she ever used to be. Yeah. So here you go. Sport fishing through the ice is permitted using two closely attended lines provided only one hook, single hook or multiple hook or artificial lures used on each line. The maximum number of lines hooks that an angler may deploy is, is not cumulative and is equal to the maximum number of lines hooks allowed for any species. For example, if in the lake where regulations allow for 15 lines for burbot and five lines for northern pike, the maximum lines you may fish is 15. Mm-hmm. Not the 20. Yeah. So, having said that, yes, you can provide up to two. Now, in Washington, they came out with the two fish limit, where if you had, if you bought a second, like, f- permit, you could fish with two lines. Hmm. So, like, when you when you went out and you bought, like, like we buy our king stamp, right? Yeah. Same kind of thing, like, you buy a stamp, where it's a two-pole kind of thing. So, in certain waters, you were allowed to fish with two poles. Oh, okay. It's kind of Interesting. A little, a little different. But we're different. allowed to we're allowed to fish with a couple more. Oh yeah, we could go crank a couple holes out and about half tempted to walk behind us somewhere, like a little bit deeper, like not right on top of us. Yeah, I'm half tempted. I know you are, <laughs> but it's cold out. There. It's cold, <laughs> and I'm just loving sitting here. And well, it's ten degrees now. We've oh, warmed it's warming up, up a, a tick, <laughs> a tick or three. Speaking of tick, the Chevy'll be ticking. Yeah, <laughs> sitting there freezing. I'm not three-quarter tempted, just half. Let's establish that. Just We're not even bit. to two-thirds yet. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. It, it does right now, but as soon as I open up that door and that first blast of cold air hits me, that good idea fairy will just go... <laughs> <laughs> That's such an army thing. Put yeah. that good idea fairy back in your pocket, soldier. <laughs> <laughs> but, sir... Oh, man. Don't but, sir, me. Uh had a lot of good idea fairies. Yeah? Yeah. One thing the army taught me was put a lot of them back in your pocket. Yeah, just, uh, just don't say <laughs> just, anything. Just go with it. Well, I will venture to say, Brandon, that I will do two things before our next adventure. One, I will buy a pop-up of my own. So, just because we could. Yeah, no, I hear you. And I think... If I were to buy another pop-up, this one was... Walmart special? The, no, no, it was Sportsman's. Oh, okay. Sportsman's Warehouse. Um, I want to uh, say this one was in the 250 range. For the 
pop-up. Oh, pop-up. I thought you meant pop-up tent. Oh, God, yeah, I'm like, no. why would you buy another pop-up, first of all? Right. No, no, this tent is outstanding. Yeah. I'm, I'm debating about how we can make this into a, uh, like a, throw it on the back of the ATV and make it into like a quick evening moose. Uh, well, it's red, so they wouldn't see it, but. Who cares if they see it? I mean, really. You just pop this up and you, you have your holes, you have your shooting lanes. Well, not even so much that as it is just for sleeping. Like at night, like if we go out ATV in somewhere deep, mm-hmm. right? Pop this thing up, and then you can stay warmish. I, I, it doesn't fold up small. Well, but I mean, I have a trailer. Yeah, it's just thoughts. Yeah, I mean, it's a good thought, but I think I'd rather throw myself a little a regular you know, tent. Regular, you could put two two man tents in there and take up a okay. quarter, if that, of the space, and do the same thing. Okay, fine. It was, now, it if was, you were talking about being able to put this out and sit in it as a blind, yeah, you could do that. It's the same style as hunt, you know, the the, the, the hunting blinds they use yeah. in one forty eight. Well, right. But anyways, having said all that, uh, but I would like to get one of those little pop ups that you put over your hole. Yeah, I will get one of those because, quite frankly, if you've only got one and there's usually two or three of us out, mm-hmm. we could totally do this. Yeah, and just have fun. Yep. So I think. And I like to maximize my opportunities because that's just the way I am. I'm a maximize the opportunity kind of guy. Yeah, you are definitely the. How can we make this call it better for us? Yeah, maximize potential. Mm-hmm. I'm very much into the okay. Mathematically, I'm allowed this. Let's do that so that I can maximize potentials. You know, Dave. As I'm looking at this, yeah, I think we're. I think we're right on the edge of that drop off. Yeah, we're not that far off. I think if we went back with that other one, you, you know, know what I, mean? I think literally, like, so if we go, if we went a foot towards the shore, oh, it's starting to drop off right where we're at. Yeah, we are on the slope. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You hit it. You nailed it. Nailed so, it. Yeah. I mean, that's why what we're looking at is so gravelly down there because it's a ledge. Right. Otherwise, there'd be schmutz on it. Yep. And a part of it too is as we're looking around in our holes, we're we're moving our heads, and you know the angle of our eyes will also give us a little bit more but we're definitely on it yeah I think well, there's some big old bows right down there I just can't get to them what do you mean you can't get to them well if I look towards that direction oh I see what you're saying you can't get to them because our again we're fishing yeah. columns yeah we're fishing that's that column talking. Right. That's and I can't talking. get to where they're not in our column gotcha because I'm looking around the hole well in theory that's why we have the bait to scent it up uh, true We'll see how that pans out, but yeah. If I look over this direction, there's a couple. They just look like they're sitting down there on the bottom right down in there. They may not be hungry. Yep. Oh, yeah, it gets deep. Look over. Yeah, you see him down there? Well, no, I'm just looking down in general. Oh. Yeah, I see what you're talking about. Yep. So I'm tempted, Brandon. I really am. Should we pause the podcast and go drill a hole real quick? Put a pop-up out? I need to make sure the pop-up's actually going to work first. That's the only thing. I don't know if this pop-up is actually rigged to go right now. Oh. So. Now he throws that out there. Yeah. Man, you hear that helicopter winding up? Yep. Yeah, we are uh, 600 yards from the, the helicopter. The pad? The helicopter pad. Oh. Hold on. I got to look. It's literally across the highway. It's across the highway. Uh, maybe. I think it's a little more than that. Probably 800. 800 1, yards. maybe. Yeah. Maybe a thousand. Maybe a thousand. I go with eight hundred yards. Yeah, but eight, six to eight. Six it's to eight. not that far. No. What's amazing to me is how quiet they are after getting so used to military birds. 
So the bell has a very distinct right, but I'm talking about the turbine wind. The 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 volume uh-huh. of because you yeah. know Blackhawks, they're yep. uh, yeah. There's no joke there over the top of you. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, that that bell 407 has a very very distinct noise to it as it comes in. Yeah. All right, come on, fish. <laughs> Here, fishy, 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 right. fishy. Yeah, I still have bait. Well, I still got bait on mine. <sighs> Fishing. <laughs> it's different, huh? Yeah, it is. It is very different. It's relaxing, though. Yeah. I mean, I can see how, guys, why they get interested in this. Yeah. You get away from the wife. I mean, nothing against my wife. I love her dearly, but... Some guy time. Some guy time. Yep. I can understand why guys get out here and just get on the ice. Come out here in the afternoon. So one thing I really want to do is uh, come out here in an evening. So you can clip lights to these. You okay. just put a little clip right here, put a light, and you can have a dome light in here. I've got a little uh, light yeah. that would light this up. Yeah. It's LED powered, blah, it's blah, perfect, blah. perfect, right? So you can come out here and light this up when it's dark. Sure. Right? Headlamps for doing all your other stuff. and right. The standard anyone who lives in Alaska has to be prepared to do. To do anything at this time of the year past like 4:30. It's funny because in Alaska you have two kind of seasons if you will when it comes to headlamps. There's the headlamp season and no headlamp season. Yeah, right. No headlamp season? Yeah, I don't need any of that garbage. What do you mean you need a flashlight? Yeah, I don't need that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the it's in my pocket. There's three in my truck. There's four by the door. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's flashlights everywhere in everybody's house. Exactly. Then you'll put them away. So come out here with the, uh, your headlamps and your you just come out and you're right. gonna be warm. You can crank this thing up. Yeah, I mean, we're comfortable, and, and it's on the first on the. The only setting. issue you have is you're standing on ice, so you do have to have good footwear, right? Because your feet will get cold. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, now now you could set a mat down, bring out like a little like doormat. Yeah, you could. I'm just saying, if you want to make yeah, this, you could. Nice. Yeah, I'm not not to screen. You could. Now, fish are attracted to light. Right? Yeah, they have those. I have some that though they flash red and green and then clear. Drop, uh, come out here and just drop a little one line with a little LED flasher. Yeah, then they have a little contact on them. Yeah, I yeah. have them. They're in my, they're and in my boat actually. Put one of those down there. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I tried one year. I tried glow sticks, putting glow sticks down there. So interesting. So in some parts of the nation, that's illegal. Yeah. Up here, I, they just don't care. They, yeah. So. Threw a glow stick down there. Now, there's a problem with glow sticks. What happens when glow sticks get cold? They quit glowing. They quit glowing. <laughs> so I'm staring down the hole like, did it... I can't see it. Where'd it go? What happened? Oh. So, yeah. Only a little LED flasher. Um, have you seen the cameras they have for all this? The GoPros? No. You can actually have a camera. has a little TV screen here and a cord that you put down there and... It shows the whole area, and you put your bait right in front of it, and you just watch it. I suppose if you're getting down there far enough, that might be a little dirty. In our case, right now, mm-hmm. I can see my bait. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I hear a, somebody else out there doing yep. their thing. New, new party cutting hole. Or old party. No, it's those same guys. They were here when we got here. Yeah, there's a guy over there who's doing a lot of holes. He's doing what we you were talking about, just setting up quite a few little holes. Well, he's probably moving his stuff around. Could be. There's people who just get bored. They're like, well, I'm not catching anything. we got to move. 
I, I'm not one of those. You're not a got to move kind of guy. Yeah. I'm I'm enjoying what we're doing. I'm enjoying sitting here. There's a lot more fun when there's more fish floating around. Oh man, when there's a, a day where they're going crazy, absolutely. But I just I'm it's just not me. Yeah, no, no, no. I get it. I'm just saying it was uh, it was it was more entertaining when there's fish bumping our stuff, which we haven't had in a little bit now. I know. I will agree with that. So, and the clams aren't chasing them away because, quite frankly, they're not. I mean, if they just if they were if you were getting hit and I wasn't, then that's yeah. a different different deal. I just don't think the fish are in the area right now. Agreed. We can't say one way or the other on the clams. So, well, well. Yeah, seems like our action is petered off here, buddy. Yeah, but that's the way it works. Uh, welcome to it's, that's why we call it fishing and not catching, right? I think we got a lot of. I think they're just moving around the lake. Yeah, I think we're just we're in that lull time right now. We got yep. just some time to sit back, relax, and again watch football if we wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, know, it's funny. Speaking of these cell phones and like, like the modern way of doing things, you know, mm-hmm. growing up, we obviously. 80s kids just wasn't available yep. but when I was out there in 16 moose hunting with dad and I got some reception out there I mean you guys were all texting me right after the earthquake that we that came through and watching the, the trees dance yeah right <laughs> yeah, I'm like oh we're fine we're fine we're, we're totally fine trees are dancing but we're fine but I bumped into these guys that are on the back side of 16 so it's a, a ways away like it's one of those where you go yeah man that's that's deep yeah and they were watching a full season of some show in the evening after getting done hunting <laughs> at, their, at their big outfit they were uh, running around with. So it's like it must grown, up, ju- grown up hunting. So you go out hunting, you hiking and doing sure. whatever. You come back, you cook your food. Right. And you go out chasing after fish or you go spruce and grouse hunting or something else. Yeah, just the next little thing you did. You, you didn't have downtime. The downtime you had, you normally fell asleep. Or it was raining. That was always the other one. Oh, it's like crap. It's pouring rain. And sit in my tent. But yeah. yeah, just humorous to me as we sit mm-hmm. here and we talk about the modern technology, the modern way of doing things. That's so crazy. Yeah. My daughter knows more about this stuff than I do, and she's nine. You mean like 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 tablets and stuff like that? Yeah. All oh this, yeah. It's absolutely. just ridiculous. Like I mean, I grew up in the '80s. Dad never let us have a Nintendo because he grew up. You know, just, they grew up, but he worked in that. Yeah. Industry. So he knew what they, you know, what really went into them. So there was like, like buying the cartridge was super cheap, like for to build so it. So there's a principle of I'm not going to pay that much for something that doesn't cost them anything. Right. When in reality, it's like, well, that's not really what you're paying for. It's the software engineering that goes into it. But he yeah. still, it was a lot of money, 50 bucks for a game back then. That was not something we really had a lot of money for. So, yeah. but now that same $50 flash forward 30 years. Yep. And the $50 hasn't changed, but the value of the $50 has true I mean because those same games now would probably be a couple hundred bucks a piece hmm you know, with inflation and all yep. that right but like my kids they're far more into games than I ever thought about being and they enjoy the simple ones they enjoy the you know the yeah all that stuff I actually picked up one of those little looks like a mini arcade thing oh Walmart, yeah, yeah, like yeah yeah 20 bucks or whatever yep. it's like 50 games on it all games that I grew up with that's crazy <laughs> I ugh I mean, Zane's like, oh, Dad, can I take that with me? Sure, it's back of the truck, I don't care. Right? It's amazing. We would have to like, <laughs> wire the whole thing hardwired into your TV, essentially, because yeah, right. 
You needed a TV. Let's and have that. A, have a, a whole like suitcase full of games because they weren't small. No. But now it's just like so small and so ubiquitous. Like whatever. I mean, think about the games on your. You have Candy Crush on your phone. Yeah. You yep. get my point. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Some dumb game like that, Solitaire. Actually, I don't have Candy Crush on my phone. Whatever. You get my point. <laughs> I don't care what you have on your phone. I've got a shooter game. I don't know what I have on my phone. I got lots of kid games on my phone. Just cause I sometimes. have a I have a uh, a drone strike, the Predator drone strike game. Oh, running around blowing up stuff. Sure, I got a sniper game. I go around killing people. I just do it from a plane. Yeah. Okay. Same song, different verse. Yep. It's it's how personal do you want to be? Oh well, yeah, true. Problem with me with all the sniper games is it's just there's so much other crap there in the sniper games it's not I just want to shoot people <laughs> right well and I don't need the blood after I shoot them I just need to know yeah I got them you know what yeah. I'm saying like I don't need all the craziness I have them. a uh, an archery game oh yeah okay so that's where I get my shooter stuff yeah. so I blow sense. tanks up with one and shoot cans with the other yeah, okay when yeah. I'm really really bored and I don't you know go to my kindle or something like that yeah and read something yeah I don't have I don't play them very often I have to be really bored Yep. With not a lot going on. Yep. And not a lot expected. Yeah. Yep. <coughs> I'm going to try a little jigging, see if that helps. Oh, Brandon's jigging now. Well, I'm not saying it's going to do anything, but, I mean, it makes me feel better about myself. Oh, well, whatever works for you. That, you know, I'm actually participating here. I am participating from the luxury liner here that we call our, <laughs> our chairs. Uh... What is your, uh, what does your Apple Watch say the temperature is out here? Well, it's feeding off my phone, so okay, ten. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like it got colder. Yeah, it's supposed to be a high of thirteen at fifteen hundred, according to this. There is uh, supposed to be partly cloudy. No chance of rain. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, rain. It would be snow, obviously yeah. now. But the downside is, is we do need snow actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's going to be... Ooh, a week from today. Wow, it'll be cold out here. Minus? Seven below. Yeah. That's a little chilly. Get some good ice forming then. Now, <laughs> speaking of ice formation, did you see that fish that was frozen in the ice back there when we walked in? No, I didn't catch it. So every now and again you'll be out here and you'll see, you know, especially when you have you know a foot, two foot, three foot of ice, you'll sure. see in the middle of the ice... A fish. a fish suspended in the ice. Whoops. So they'll die, float up, and then the ice forms around them. <laughs> I think the fish swam away, buddy. Dude, I don't know what's going on. I think that they just know we're too big of killers in here. That's obviously it. Because I threw one back. <laughs> and they told everybody. That yeah, little bastard. Yep, yep. <sighs> well. <coughs> what it is. Well, like you say, they cruise around, so they're probably cruising on the other side. Some other dude's getting all his luck right now. Yep. Sit and enjoy and... Checking this other guy's pop-up out here. He's got one of those little pop-ups in the See fly. See it sprung? mm Yeah. Man, I was so excited when you get in here and you throw that line down, you see stuff hitting. Right. Stuff swimming by. And... And now... Just waiting. Hurry up and wait. Yep. Welcome to fishing. Yep. Well, I, while we sit here, we could sit here and chatter about looking at nothing in our holes. I don't know. That makes for a terribly entertaining podcast. I think we should probably wrap this one up. Yeah. 
Let's uh, uh, call it a day. I will agree. From a podcasting perspective, we will be out here. If we catch one, uh, you will probably go, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense because we'll probably cut that into the middle and put this little piece at the end just because that's how we can do it with electronics and all the good stuff. And you just ruin all that for everybody, the magic of... <laughs> well, okay. Oh, hey, you know, and check us out on Facebook, and then, oh, we got one. Like, that doesn't make any sense either, because you usually throw uh, that stuff in at the end. Right. But anyways, you can always check us out on Facebook, Instagram. Yep, Sourdough Outdoorsman on the Instagram and the Facebooks. Hit yeah. us up on the email, any How, of those However platforms. you would like, and we and are happy to try and get information and yeah. see how we can do better or worse. And if you got a question about anything in Alaska or you're new to it, hit us up. We'll uh, answer the best we can for you. And uh, last but not, definitely not least, go to any whatever platform you listen to us on and give us a, a, a five-star rating. And I don't care what you say about us, just give us the rating. It does help, actually. It helps search, us get out the, there. The way to, those search engines work and yep. the way they do their thing, it's all about the, the ratings. And so absolutely, the more the merrier, so to speak. So, All right. Until next time. Until next time.